Thanks to HelloFresh for supporting the AppleBits XL. Go to HelloFresh.com slash AppleBits12 and use code AppleBits12 for 12 free meals, including free shipping. All right, everybody, let's get to the show. What's up? What's up, everybody? Welcome to the show. It's the AppleBits XL. Brian Song here, your host, doing the most. For everything good and bad inside the world of Apple. Welcome, everybody. If you are new to the show, this is our weekly recap of all the big news going around the world of Apple and the tech world, you know, the greater tech world as a whole. This show, though, we like to really dig in and dive deep. So thank you for coming out. If you have supported the show from the beginning, from the start, thank you as well, because this week, I'm not going to spend too much time talking about it. We're going to get into our review of the AirTags with Input Magazine's Ray Wong. He joins us in the show, so we're going to get to that. But before we do that, just some quick orders of business. To be a part of this show, all you got to do is call in and record a voice memo. Send it in to applebitsshow at gmail.com. That's applebits with a Z. We have calls, but we're going to actually move them to next week because we have this long kind of, you know, fun in-depth take on air tags and also you know it was just pre-order day so we're going to get into all that the iMac the Apple TV 4k the iPad pros which one did all of you get into so call in applebitshow at gmail.com also this show is brought to you by you patreon.com slash brian tong is how you support me starting at two dollars a month we got the five dollar level which is like a cup of coffee the 10 the 25 the 100 platinum apple level you get early access to content benefits at each level and a completely ad-free version of the show plus we're doing our monthly one hour zoom call free flow next week so jump on in patreon.com slash brian tong is how you support this show all right let's just not wait anymore here we go Ray and I talking about all things This Week Apple and a kind of a back-and-forth informal review of Apple AirTags. All right, everybody, special guest of the show, coming back, I guess, again. Ray Wong in the house. What's up, Ray? Thanks for coming back, man. What up, what up? Bam, bam, bam. <laughs> how, how, how was that? How was that I, don't, I don't think you're supposed to do that t- for yourself. <laughs> I don't think so, but I'll, I'll let you pass, bro. So, um, you know, Ray, before we get into this, love for you to kind of tell people, um, get an idea of your work and where they can find some of your awesome coverage. Yeah, I'm a senior reviews editor at um, Input. That's InputMag.com. Uh, you know, we're still, I guess we, we're still a new site, um, you know, taking on the big guys. Um, and just doing things a little bit differently, check out our website. It's definitely got some interesting design. And if you like tech, you like culture, you like style, you like gaming, uh, we try to you know, write some fun, interesting, original stories that you just can't find uh, elsewhere. Yeah, I, I think your perspective and your take and what you guys try to do is is not basically, I don't want to say do the same stuff, but you really, you guys really try not to. So I, that's oh, why yeah. I appreciate the voice <laughs> and the tone of your site. I really do. So, okay, uh, today... As of this call was Apple pre-order day. So we had a pre-order last Friday for AirTags and iPhone 12. We had a pre-order today. Ray, did you pre-order anything um, on the roster today? Uh, I have not yet. Um, You know, I actually woke up and completely forgot it was pre-order day. Even though, like, you know, I know that Apple had reminded everybody the other day or whatever. uh, But... I, I guess I just wasn't feeling it this morning. I completely forgot. 
Um, and, and honestly, I'm, I'm not even sure what I should get. I, I definitely want to get an iMac. Um, not necessarily the new iPad Pro, though. Yeah, I mean, it, it always comes down to, you know, if these pro- if this product is something you use. I mean, I look, I know that you'll be on there if they release, like, a new MacBook Pro or something like that. With an oh, yeah. You'll be like, oh, I'm completely there. So it just depends. I would set an alarm, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, it's funny you say that because I think there were, there were actually other people – there's, of, of course, most people in the quote-unquote tech sphere, especially if you cover the Apple stuff, they were like all up and awake. But I would say um, there were a lot of people that were not. And it's not that these products are poor. I just don't think that still for a lot of people, the iPad Pro may not do enough for them to really upgrade still or they're kind of still waiting. And then the iMac, I love the iMac, but I think that the colors themselves, it, it makes it so personal that it – it really, you have to really love the colors or not. And, and from what I can tell, at least in the tech world, there's a lot of people that aren't too happy about that design or the iMac itself. Um, I love it, but that's just me. So, um, you know, I don't, yeah, I, th- I, I think there's just a lot of, uh, a lot of like noise about the chin. Yeah. Um, which too much I noise. think is totally, totally. I mean, like at first my reaction was like, mm, I don't love the chin, but also I get why they did it. You know, Apple, that's, that's like a, a very, signature design for an iMac you know it when you see it right um and also i think a lot of people are just like knee-jerk reacting to the white bezel or the off-white bezel that mm-hmm. apple says mm-hmm. um mainly because you want to know something funny um literally the next day after the apple event somebody uh, on my floor in my apartment complex they threw out their <laughs> little white iMac you know like those original like the old school the, ones, the, the, yeah, the old school ones, like the, the first Pixar one. one, like the Pixar, like the Land no, no, not that one, not okay, the G four, okay. the first, the first flat panel yes. after that, yes, the white one, that then. one, yeah, and it had, guess what, it had a white border around it. <laughs> well, you know, the thing is that that surprised me a lot about the criticism of the new iMac, and it really surprised me, uh, is that a lot of people were mad that the logo wasn't there anymore, and I, I found that really interesting because it didn't bother me at all. I'm like, oh. I, I know that's an Apple iMac, but I think there is definitely a segment of users and, you know, let's be honest, fans that seeing that logo validates their purchase or tells them that they, I bought an Apple product. They need a flex, right? Right. It, it, it's like part of the identity of being an, an owner. And, you know, how many years have we been like, oh, take logos off of things? I don't want a logo on anything. You know, I think most people are in that camp unless you're one of those hype be supreme people. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, the, I, I found I did find interesting how a lot there was more than a few comments of people saying, I hate it because it doesn't have the logo. And when that was the specific reason, I was like, whoa, I, I didn't expect that. So I don't own an iMac, but I own one, two of the old, like super old Apple cinema displays. Mm-hmm. And there's a tiny little Apple logo. I'm looking right at it. And guess what's behind what, what's on top of that logo? post-it notes (laughs) like every designer creator you know uh almost always puts uh stickies or post-it notes on that chin area so like i it wouldn't surprise me if apple looked at that and was like you know what that's a that's a practicality reason um and there's no point stamping a logo there to be honest i think what people miss is that this thing is going to be incredibly thin, and yes, you're staring at a screen, but it allows you to put in a lot of different places, and I think people are missing the point of how thin this is actually going to be and take up mm-hmm. space, and I feel like whether or not it takes off or not, you know, this is the type of computer that 
you know, I when I saw it, I'm like, man, I could imagine putting that like on a kitchen counter and it not looking that funky, you know. And so, who who knows how successful this iMac will be? I think in our little insulated tech world, I feel like it's kind of polarizing. It's fifty fifty, but I wonder if outside of this bubble, a lot more people like the iMac be more than more than we think. I just don't know. Hold on. First of all, twenty four inches on a kitchen counter. Damn. <laughs> or like even like in a well, you're New York. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like the luxury of this guy. <laughs> no, no, not not the luxury, but I'm just saying like it could be a family computer. Yeah. That, yeah when I yeah. see it, right? Like whether it's in a right. little desk on the side, because you know, let's say you have a living room, let's say, right? Mm-hmm. You don't you don't want a massive desk to hold this. Like you want as much I I really think this computer, even mm-hmm. for New Yorkers gives you the most real estate from a desktop that you can kind of get. It's basically a screen. So I don't know. I mean, sure. A lot of people watch, you know, Netflix and stuff on their computers and on their desktops, especially in like smaller apartments. It doubles as their TV now. Right. Um, So honestly, I, I think it's going to be really popular. I mean, the last time we had like a fun computer was Mm -hmm. like, I don't know, Apple's own iMac G threes, right. The OG iMac. So um, I think it's good. I think people are just gonna, you know, they're gonna stop complaining. They're gonna freaking love it. Um, people complained about, you know, the white iPad and the white bezels and stuff like that. I remember that. Like, I got what was it? iPad? Was it iPad two or iPad three? Whatever might have been, been. Yeah, might have been two or three. Yeah, I can't remember either. Um, but I remember complaining about that myself, and I was just like, dude, you just you're gonna use it. All right, you're gonna use it. You're gonna get over it looking at my bezels on my cinema display and it it's silver all right <laughs> like it ain't black <laughs> and it's fine you know I, it's interesting ray because i feel like out of all my guests sometimes you have like the hottest takes <laughs> like like the rudest takes but uh, did you have oh, a hot wow. take when you yeah did you have a hot take when you came out or now you've settled down or as has who've always felt this way about the imac uh you like the new imax yeah I mean, it's only been like what a couple a, a week. <laughs> Yo, your takes are hot out of the gates. Like, like it'll be like doo 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 emoji like t- ten seconds after the announcement. No, I mean, I I did have a take and I wrote it on input and I was it was really really just me being bummed about two things. Uh, one, there's no SD card slot on this mm. machine, which feels very disappointing for a desktop computer that I know a ton of people are going to, especially like college students, entry-level creatives, you know, or YouTubers or whatnot, like that is an essential port, right? And yeah, dongle, and yes, all this like, you know, adapter nonsense, but like, oh man, come on. Yeah, I and, agree. Like, especially since they stripped out like all the ports for just USB-C uh, ports and Thunderbolt ports instead of like, you know, also throwing in like one or two USB-A ports, you know? Um, and the other thing is, God, I wish this thing had like a touchscreen so badly. <laughs> I wish it had like Apple Pencil support. Like this should have been their moment. Like they could have easily made a super thin, super lightweight computer that you can like pull down almost like a Surface Studio. And I wrote this in my piece. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I love the Surface Studio so much. Um, but that thing's so expensive. It's like, you know, even a used one is like two, 2.5 K to like three grand. A new one is like 3.5 K or whatever. And this just like, this could have been their opportunity to merge this new like desktop with 
a little bit of iOS. You know, add Apple Pencil support. Let creators draw right on it. Uh, you know, uh, write right on it. And I mean, it could have could have been something fresh, totally new with the colors. But you know, here we are. Well, it's weird because I don't disagree with you, but I do think that that's something that we would only see once Apple figures out whatever they're really doing with this iPad Pro and whatever you know what what that can tell us about how they're thinking in moving that direction i mean you and i have both been kind of fans and proponents and some people mm-hmm. don't like this of putting a touchscreen even a basic touchscreen on a macbook pro just for scrolling mm-hmm. and selecting and tapping yeah mac os big sur is primed to even be able to be touched just the way they've kind of set it up visually and how they've um right. you know, changed the ui you know everything is telling us apple's finally kind of moving there uh I don't even think we'll see this on if there is some sort of a iMac Pro larger screen, which when once they release these, you got to imagine that they're going to come out with some other larger screen version. And who knows if they make a touch version? Probably not this year. But, you know, I, it still seems like that idea of us saying, hey, Apple, you're, you're going to actually do it. You're going to finally bring touch screens to like your other products is still a few years away, even if it is. Even I mean, that. It's wishful thinking. I don't think it'll happen just because, you know, there are executives, you know, uh, in charge of Mac and iPad, Joswiak and, you know, uh, Turnus and all those guys that just repeatedly shoot down the idea of a touchscreen. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it makes sense. Why sell you an iMac with a touchscreen or even a MacBook with a touchscreen when they can sell you a MacBook and an iPad? It's true. It's true. And it's and working. you, you can, you get a little bit of touchscreen with sidecar and you know all this like you know this stuff like I'll sell they'll sell you they'll happily sell you both instead of selling you just one thing right and I uh, you know that that's their strategy and that's probably a winning strategy in order to sell more units you know grow their revenue you know they just smash their earnings and records and whatnot um, so good for that man you're, you're taking more money out of my wallet and. Uh, I'll eat ramen for another couple of months. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, you know, I personally ordered the pre-ordered the iPad Pro. I'm a big iPad Pro person. I, I kid you not. The thing that kind of put me over the top was not the the processor and screen. We'll see how much that comes into play. And I'm it's bad to hope that they give me more at WWDC, but I really oh, am no. hoping that oh, they no. do. Stop. If it's not the processor, processor and the screen. Don't tell me it's center stage. Please don't yes. Oh my god! Oh my god! My oh, head is about to explode oh my god, bro. right now. That's not that's not the sole reason why I'm buying an iPad. I mean, the last <laughs> upgrade was 2018, but I'm telling you that center stage camera for me that because of how I use it and how I call and talk to my nieces and nephews. And I'll log it off, man. I'll log it off, bro. We're we're not done with the podcast yet. <laughs> That is compelling to me. I would use, I'm going to use that all the time. And on top of that, it is kind of a sneak peek of them really trying to figure this out to be like, okay, are we going to see this rumored Amazon Echo Show 10 like device, which is basically like an iPad screen on a home This guy's about to drop Woo. like, you know, Woo. $1,100 on nah, a new nah, iPad for nah. center stage. <laughs> I'm it's, about to freaking. Brian, I will buy you a couple of Facebook portals. <laughs> oh, hell no. Hell no. I'm just, I'm not oh saying. Oh my God. It, okay. I'm telling you, that's not the main reason. <laughs> I need to be clear, but it gave me another incentive to be like, oh, wow. Okay. Okay. Now you're talking. 
but beyond <laughs> you're cracking me up you're like holy crap I'm getting off this call immediately. <laughs> the listeners are about to lose it. I don't know. I don't know. I think they're losing it because they're like, yes, Brian. Yes, we are on board. Yo, slide to my DMs and tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking annihilate me now. Okay, I'm, I'm going to get off this topic before people start uh, logging <laughs> off. But uh, yeah, I did. I did order an iPad Pro and I did uh, order a remote for the Apple TV 4K. I did not pre-order nice an Apple TV 4K with a remote, mm-hmm. just the remote. I, I do want to try it out. And mm-hmm. if I don't like it even, but I, I got to imagine I'm going to like anything other than what the current remote is. Um, you know, I'll return it, but I, I, I think I'm going to definitely keep that thing. You know what? I what? don't hate my Siri remote. <laughs> like, what? I, I don't, I, I'm actually one of those guys who actually oh doesn't hate that remote. God. <laughs> that might be honestly... If I if there was a top top three most frustrating Apple products of all time, that's got to uh, be in my top no, three. That's no, got to be in my man. top three. Come on, oh, dude. Oh, fresh most okay. I'm serious. Most frustrating Apple products of all time. That remote has to be in there. I think I think for people who are uh, you know need accessibility and need to be able mm. to feel it, use it by just feel and touch. Um, or people with, you know, uh, slightly impaired vision, that is, yeah, you, you want a remote that is better suited for that, right? And the new one definitely looks like it solves a lot of those uh, design challenges. And, I mean, the old one, honestly, works fine. I rarely ever misuse it. You know, I don't know what everyone's talking about. I, accidental touches, scrubbing problems. I'm like, yeah, come on. Like, yeah. I mean, whatever. Like, I barely run into that situation. What are you What are you doing with the remote? You got the remote in your hand, and you're constantly, like, swiping back and forth to, like, scrub? Come on. Bro. Put that shit back on the friggin' coffee table. No, no. I might have to. You know what? <laughs> I might go out of my way and get you a remote because <laughs> when you start I, – I trust me. I haven't even used it. But if they're giving me some of that squirrel wheel action a la iPod from back in the day oh on the God. remote to jog oh my, my video, God. sign me up. I'm not even drinking Kool-Aid. That's a that's a dope. That's an interface, the lost interface that I have always loved from day one. The iPod interface was genius from day one, and I'm glad Dude, they're going, bringing it back. We're going from lightning charging back to a coin battery. We're going. That's a freaking iPod shuffle, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's it's a just a, iPod it's a remote. It's not a. It's not a shuffle. And, and, and they it's took away the gyroscope or whatever it is for you know gaming and stuff. Like I don't understand what they're. I'm getting a little heated up right now because, like, you know, I know we're here to talk about AirTags, but, like, I don't understand what their strategy is with, like, Apple TV. No one does. No one does. Like, they're they're totally blowing this 10-year opportunity. They had the last 10 years to come in here, literally do what Ouya failed to do, Mm. and also, like, make money off of it, you know? Um, And they're just like, eh, meh, it's a hobby. (laughs) <laughs> Bro, there's no compelling Steve, reason to get Steve an Apple Jobs TV 4K. is freaking freaking out in his grave right now. That, I mean, He's that like, was remember when he passed. Like, um, was it um Walt Mossberg in his book? Like, the whole big thing was like before he passed. Be, I, not I, Walt Mossberg. Um, um, Walt, um, Walter, um, Isaacson, Walter, Walter Isaacs. Yeah. yeah, Walter Isaacson. Yeah. Sorry. Remember in his book, it, the whole kind of thing. One of the things that was the takeaways was that Steve Jobs had cracked the TV, yeah. right? And yeah. we never and. Who knows if this is all it was, right? Like, in a way, right. you would think if they really cracked the nut that is the smart TV, 
And they would have done what SJ thought, but maybe this is what he thought. Quite honestly, Our, right? Like, honestly. Yeah, you know, on his deathbed, his last thing he told his, you know, autobiographer was, or his biographer was, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I cracked the TV. But he, and he stopped there. He stopped right there and didn't share the details. Nobody knows. <laughs> he took it to the grave with him. Um, oh my gosh amazing <laughs> okay so let's let's dive into air tags it, it's kind of funny how there's just so right now you know things are popping in the apple world so there's so much popping. to talk about there is there's when there's new news it's always fun it's always good so let's talk about the air tags you know you you have them you've had them i've okay. have them i've used them for a while um i have i'm still working on my formal review but i have my review already up in my head because there's a few mm-hmm. things that i want to cup shoot but i'd love to hear First of all, your first impressions is kind of what your thoughts are on the AirTags, and we'll kind of dig into it. Uh, in terms of like when I received it, or like when I when the event happened. Well, what? Uh, how about when you received them? I mean, what do you think about them? Do you like them? Oh yeah, I love them. I think it's like low key one of their best products, you know, in the last couple of years, um, and I think it's super underrated. I think, you know, I think if you are like me and you lose your keys all the time and I lose my keys all the friggin' time. Um, this is going to be really valuable. Um, you know, I have tried tile before and I use, uh, Samsung's galaxy smart tag. Um, and those are Bluetooth trackers, but they don't have ultra wideband and ultra wideband gives you that precision finding. That's what Apple calls it, which lets you like, like really hone in on home in on like the, the tag itself so like you know a a, a tile or a smart tag you know you can find it'll tell you where the item is so like let's say you you left your keys at the office which i used to do all the time when i had an office (laughs) (laughs) um and but it wouldn't tell you exactly where in the office that tag uh was but air tags literally lets you use your iphone 11 or 12 use u1 chip and as soon as you're within range of, you know, the Bluetooth or the AirTag, uh, it'll actually start pointing you in the Find My app, like with an arrow, uh, and directing you to the direction of the tag itself. And as soon as you're, like, right on top of the tag, it'll say you're here, and it'll vibrate, and it'll pulse, and, you know, it beats fast. It, it, the haptics um, vibrate faster, which I think is an amazing, like, UI experience, UX experience. Um because it really combines like, you know, visuals, sound and touch all, all together into this kind of like magical experience. I know magical is like such as like, I don't like it when people use the word magical because like, that's straight from Apple. Okay. It is, you need, you like, need to get I, that out of your brain. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> you're like, you're like, bro, if you came up to me and I haven't seen you for like two years and you're like, Brian, air tags are magical. I'm going to slap you in the face. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks again to HelloFresh for sponsoring the podcast. Enjoy restaurant-quality meals for less in the comfort of your home. HelloFresh's gourmet recipes like balsamic fig sirloin. Yeah, that sounds tasty. They are over 72% cheaper than an average restaurant meal, according to Zagat's dining survey. Now, I'm always looking forward to cooking with HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. I've been subscribed to their service for a long time, and they're offering you 12 free meals, including free shipping, when you go to HelloFresh.com slash AppleBits12 and use the code AppleBits12. HelloFresh offers 25 plus recipes every week, 
featuring a range of flavors, cuisines, and ingredients. And there's no way to get bored of the options. And there are times where I wish I could get the same dish again. HelloFresh offers convenient contact-free delivery that comes right to my doorstep. So they make it really easy as possible. And I need that with my limited time. The recipes are easy to follow and quick to make with steps and even pictures to really guide you along the way. I do like to keep the recipe cards that are standouts. Now, HelloFresh offers the flexibility you need with customizable orders every week. You can add extra proteins and sides, change up the serving size when you have guests, or just double up on your favorite recipes. Now, I've tried so many dishes, and I've never had one that fell flat, but I'm really looking forward to try their beef bulgogi meatballs over rice with a sriracha crema. Come on now. It's rated one of their Hall of Fame recipes, and that just sounds tasty. But being as busy as I am, you know, I'm still at home. I'm cooking at home, and that saves money. And most of the recipes take about 30 minutes or less. I've been using the service for years. So go to HelloFresh.com slash AppleBits12 and use code AppleBits12 for 12 free meals, including free shipping. That was, as soon as I set it up, super easy pairing, you know. Dude, it, I held it next to my iPhone, paired up within seconds and i start using the precision finding i was like bam easy day one order pre-ordered a four pack no brainer um and you know that's it man i mean i think they're great so a i think i mean tile is totally dead yeah it's it's you know the the hardest thing is the so a i do love them and at the same time i could see myself totally being fine without them and totally being fine with them and loving them at the same time like i think that because I'm not on the go yet. They mm-hmm. like the actual functionality and utility is top notch. Everything you said about how they track is top notch. Um, the barrier of entry of not even having to download in a third party app, sign mm-hmm. up for a service, then pair it and then use it. Um, that that makes it instantly easy for someone like my parents who do not want to deal with that and who, who already are quite honestly more confused about what I need to deal or manage another app when damn the find my app. Yes, it is an app is there, but you instantly pair it and it takes like three steps and you're done. Like yeah. you can that. And for people that are, you know, accustomed to losing things or misplacing things. And that doesn't necessarily have to be age related. Let's be honest. Cause they're scattered brains like me as well, man, just to, just to have that kind of peace of mind, even though I haven't lost my keys yet since mm-hmm. i've used them i know that that time or two maybe when i want to see where a bag is at um mm-hmm. or whatever it's going to come in super super handy and it's going to be like you said as accurate as possible so it's a complete winner to me but at the same time you know still being for the most part staying at home um and i'm not a person who has an office i don't know how much i'm going to lose myself i i'm actually debating like attaching one to an apple tv remote cuz mm-hmm. that's cuz i know I'll use that a whole lot more. Right, um, right. You know, just whatever counter, couch, groove, or whatever. But um, I think I think the biggest thing for me about them that stuck out using them is, you know, you have to buy the accessory, and I'm not even complaining about that. It is kind of weird that the accessory accessories are, for the most part, at least from Apple, and we got some other companies like Belkin that are coming out with them. At least their accessories are cheaper than the actual right. AirTag. It's, you mean like the keychain, right? Yeah, it's like I'm not here to be a stickler, but I do if we're reviewing this and talking about it. The fact that yeah. the accessories are literally the same, if not more, than mm-hmm. the AirTag is is kind of problematic <laughs> for me. I mean, 
look at the how much did they go for? Like thirty five bucks or something for Apple's official like a uh, silicone one, and then I or silicone, leather one. Yeah, for a silicone one, it's right. It's um, I think it's twenty nine for silicone, thirty five right, for the keychain, and thirty nine for the okay. leather, and like four hundred and fifty dollars for the Hermes. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's actually like a more expensive one. I think I I just saw the other day. Like six hundred something dollars, which is like is. you're gonna you're gonna put a friggin' I don't know a keychain that costs more than your iPhone probably. <laughs> um, but I mean, look at the prices for the Belkin ones. That's like thirteen dollars, um, and you know that these things are gonna be like on Amazon. They're gonna be like a few bucks, you know. Oh, like be like ten dollars on Amazon just to like. I mean, I'm gonna go to down. 10. I'm gonna go like down the street and buy one on like a street stand for like I don't know a dollar. You know, like. These things are going to be so easy and cheap to, like, produce. Um, you don't have to buy apples. Um, and also, I think it's just, like, for me, I actually like that they don't come with a, they don't, they don't come with a, like, a, a keyhole, keyhole because it's just, uh, yeah, a keychain hole or a loophole. Because, like, first it adds, like, more bulk to it. Like, I'm looking at the Samsung Smart Tag right now. I'm holding it in my hand. And it's, like, you know, there's a reason why it's, like, larger. Mm-hmm. Um, and also... Sometimes I might not just, I, I might not even need it. Like, I, if I'm putting it in, like, I don't know, a bag, I just throw that in the pocket, you know? Like, I don't need to have it on a tag for to let everyone know, like, I'm tracking this thing, you know? Like, oh, yeah. Like, I think the also, look, it, it's a super classy design. Um, from yeah. a functionality standpoint, until I actually potentially lose something in the public, I think that that's when I'm going to say, oh my gosh, it was worth every penny. Like this was, mm-hmm. this was worth every penny. But I did find it fascinating and really cool that with the AirTags, if people aren't sure or don't know about this, you know, you mm-hmm. can take it up to, uh, you know, an Android phone with NFC and I tried it out. Yeah. And if you, ta- you know, basically kind of tap it against the back of it to kind of uh, initialize the NFC feature, uh, yeah. a web a page pulls up on your Android phone or someone else's mm-hmm. Android phone, let's say, and it'll show the serial number and it'll tell you if that AirTag is owned by anyone or not. And then if you put it in loss mode, it'll yeah. also identify that for you. You know, that's one of those things that I thought was really smart that they did to, you know, actually, quote unquote, open up the product so that it, if it gets lost, like, oh, who knows how many times an Android user is going to find this and help you and actually help someone. And if, it, if that's going to happen or not, but there will be stories and it'll be kind of interesting to see what kind of stories come up from lost air tags or, you know, someone's going to lose an item and then they ended up meeting someone else. And that became like, they fell in love and it's going to be like air tags, love. <laughs> oh, oh, oh my God. Oh my God. What, what a, a, what a strategy. Lose an Brian, item. You have an imaginative mind. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> That's, He's that's like how, already writing, writing dude, like romance novel. I'm, yeah, Air, the, Air, Air tag romance. Dude, novel. the Air tag romance novel. Maybe the short film is is now. You got me. I might oh have to gosh. do that. I might have oh to do gosh. that. Air tag XOXO. That's if that name. is not your review video, I'm gonna be so disappointed. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> if that's not your review that video, takes I'm gonna be so. Listen, you got time. Yeah, that's man. true. That's true. It's true. I got, got some time. time. Maybe maybe I'll, maybe now now I'm like, everyone's like, dude, put that in your damn video. But what I want to know is like, who's going to be the first idiot to um, swallow these? <laughs> you know, like you know, there's going to be a report like, oh, my dog ate my air tag, and it's going to be like some sensational BS uh, or some well, guy. Remember, like, didn't know. someone swallow an AirPods? Uh, exactly, Pro that's it, right. Back in the day, just like right. within the year. 
Yeah, and it was disgusting. It was like, dude, dude no, oh, I don't want to hear about on, that story. Come on. Come on. I, I will I will say air tags will probably come out a little easier. <laughs> I don't know, actually. It might not. It, it could hurt. <laughs> it is it is a disc shaped. Um, <laughs> Depends on who you're asking. <laughs> but, no, um, I I think air tags are great. I think, you know, it's it's a super cheap product. You, if you don't lose things, you really don't need it, right? Um, I know that a lot of people who uh, were in the early reviewers group, they were just like, they were asking, like, where do I even put this thing, right? Like, where, I, I've got one on my key now. Okay, now what, what right? Um, and I guess you could put maybe on, like, an umbrella. Um, I'm trying to think where else. Like you just said, your remote, maybe. There's, I think, um, I think there's going to be a lot of, so here's some of the things that I've thought about. There's going to be a lot of other utility for this. Like, for example, I, if I, I don't lose my keys, but what I lose mm-hmm. a lot in randomly around the house is my wallet. And so mm-hmm. I'd love for someone, and I know some people are going to be working on it, whether they're, you know, on Amazon or a mainstream company, I'd love for someone to make a uh, wallet that can slide in an air tag kind of discreetly. And, or mm-hmm. if you want to be a boss because you can customize them with emojis, I'd love to see like, a. I mean, this sounds corny, but you know, people like to floss and flex like a wallet that you kind of externally slide it in. It has a window so you can see like your emoji. So it's almost like a design element on your wallet, but it has an air tag on it. Like, so it's that, like a monogram or whatever. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, so, you know, I mean, that's kind of a, yeah. a thing that I've been I thinking about. Um, I, I mean, it's not like the slimmest no. you know, device. Like I use a card case, like a six card case. And like, a, you know, I have also got like a, a slim bifold and, you know, putting this thing inside definitely does not mm-hmm. fit well. You can't really close it. But if you've got a larger wallet, you know, maybe one of those zip up wallets um, or you've got a coin purse or like a little pocket for coins and stuff like this will easily go right in there. Um, whereas a, you know, a tile or a smart tag may not necessarily fit that well. I know that Tile has like a, a card version of mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. its item tracker, but that thing is actually still kind of thick. You know, whenever like these gadgets say, it's the size of a business card. Yeah, yeah it's the length and width of a business card, but the thickness, <laughs> <laughs> like it's not a business card, you know? No, totally. I, I think, you know, there's going to be a lot of, the other thing that I had come across is that, okay, so they have these different tags that you can, or sorry, these different ways that you can connect it to luggage or bags or things like that. And my first response or reaction was, I don't, I don't think I want someone to immediately know that I have an air tag on my bag. So I was thinking, okay, well maybe they, they can start making like little discreet pockets or, you know, you find a little, little pocket in your mini bag or like to drop in an air tag. So it can be tracked. And then Mm -hmm. someone's like, okay, that's cool. But if someone finds your bag and there's no air tag on it, how are they going to find it? And my, I was like, oh, well, right. I would hope that, you know, it would. They search through your stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. Right. No, I don't want that. They rummage through all your stuff. I would hope that their phone would detect it. And then some people are saying, well, right. wouldn't you put two air tags on a piece of luggage, one externally and one internally? I'm like, damn, as someone who travels a lot and mm-hmm. goes on the road, I'm like, maybe I would. And that's something that, again, until things get back to more normal, I don't think we're really going to unlock all the different ways we might use these and in how many, what right. quantity until we get back to normal. Right. I, I mean, I, I agree. I mean, I've lost so many luggages 
I mean, I'm not me. The airlines have lost like mm-hmm. so many of my luggages. You know, it's almost they almost always lose your luggage when you're trying like uh, board and they don't have any more room in the overhead. And then they like have to like tag your bag right before you board. Mm. Uh, and then they take your luggage and check it in for you, even though you want to carry it on. Right. Have, have you ever experienced that? Uh, I have. But I, you know what? I, I kind of stopped years ago. I just kind of said, eh, I'm just going to even if it's sometimes faster, I'll typically just check it in just so mm-hmm. I have more leg space. And then I have I bring my backpack with like my right. essential tech. But I kind of stopped doing the carry on thing because of that. So you don't put anything in the overhead? Typically, typically no. Typically no. But that's just the way I travel. That's right, right. I changed I my mean, habits because of an instance like that. And I said, mm-hmm. huh. Um, so that that's why. That's why. I mean, I, I just like carrying it on because like, there's a less, there's a lower chance of losing my stuff. Like I know it's right overhead and I grab it and get off and yeah, like yeah, yeah. bounce. Um, but yeah, a couple of instances where my, my luggage was just like, I don't know where they brought it to, but like Damn. at least now I think if I had an air tag, have an air tag on it, I'd be able to know. And I think the advantage of air tags and people are really underestimating this is that it is leveraging the iPhone network, the iPad network, the Apple network, you know, the Bluetooth network that Apple uh, has has been able to amass, right? Um, there are more iPhones or iPads with Bluetooth and Find My turned on than there are tiles per block. You know, mm-hmm. I, I saw somewhere that was like, the tile had said that there was like a million tiles per city, uh, a million man i don't remember the figure anymore but it was like a lot less mm-hmm. i wish I, I had to figure on off the top of my head but like all i know is that tile is about to get crushed and they should just really shut up and like make the next best product um because you know a- apple sherlock's everyone all the time and if you don't like look forward then like you know you're gonna get crushed mm-hmm. i mean apple had said they're almost at one billion devices and I mm-hmm. feel like Tile was in like the millions. And so that's yeah, yeah. that's already I don't know the exact number to your point, but I remember yeah. seeing that and you know it it's sure Tile is not happy that Apple's creeping up in this space, but it they, they can't avoid it now, right? They're they're gonna have to I think there's still gonna be some loyal tile users, but mm-hmm. all it takes is someone to say like like for example, my nephew got me a tile like about mm-hmm. a year ago. And I put it on my keychain and I've used it a couple times and, you know, just by playing the chime, because I know like for you, you might've left your keys at work or whatever. For me, it's right. like, no, it's going to be in my house somewhere. So tile has worked, but now the fact that Apple is Apple, I'm part of the ecosystem and I can get more precise tracking. And then I can, if I do lose something, I really know in general, as people update their software and kind of get these things set up that, I, they can start helping me find my devices. I, I'm going to get it. I'm going to replace my tile with an Apple tracker. And if it's someone who says, hey, mom and dad, remember I got you right. those tiles two, three years ago. I'm going to get you air tags now. That's also going to happen. Right. So I mean, there's, there's they're like, going to get smaller too. I mean, there's an Android market, right? But I also think that the tile is going to get like crushed in the Android market as well because I, I wrote this editorial the other day and basically the headline was, item trackers are the new wireless earbuds 
everyone's making them. Like T-Mobile just announced one, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you saw that. The Sync Up, it's like an LTE version. It's got like cellular. You got to pay a data plan for this thing. Like this is ridiculous. But like, you know, I, I just saw a leak from Oppo for their own t- uh, item tracker. Like Samsung's got their, like you better believe like Amazon, Xiaomi, Huawei, whoever, they're going to they're gonna release their own versions like, you know, probably within the next year. And they're going to, cater to their own markets and spheres of, you know, users, you know, especially in Asia. And Tile is just going to be whatever, man. They're going to be forgotten. Yeah. Were there, um, were there any things, I mean, I have small nitpicky things, but were there any things you didn't necessarily like about the AirTags or quite honestly haven't really been able to experience them because we're still, for the most part, staying at home? Um, I, I don't like that Apple doesn't really, like, specify the range. Um, but you know, I actually d- did bring it out to a park and I shot a video of me like throwing my keys into like the grass and then just like going to locate it. Um, so actually the range is like, you know, a little bit over 30 feet. Yeah. It's about basically um, like Bluetooth range from what, what yeah. they, they won't specify specific, but I mean, roughly I mean, 30 Blu- feet. Bluetooth could be like, there's a, there's a big range for elk, for right? Sure. Like tile starts at like 150 feet or something like that. And then there are highest version most expensive version uh goes up to like 400 feet um which is insane um but i think for the precision tracking you definitely need that shorter range it's mm-hmm. for short range uh kind of navigation um little things that i don't like i mean there's very little to not like about the 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 setup the it's design such a simple device too right it's, it's such a simple complex. device it's not complex it's, it's like you know i had a day like Apple sent it to me the day before the embargo uh, lifted, and you know, I saw that everyone else basically didn't really write a review. They were like a hands-on, but I'm like, this is such a simple product. There really isn't like much to it. Like this is an easy review. Like, and it, it's a no-brainer. Like, there's nothing, not much to test. Like, I tested the range. I tested, you know, other than the battery life, right? I can't really test a year of battery life. I am. Yeah, I had a day, and nobody can. Um, but it's a coin cell battery, and you know, coin cell batteries usually last about a year, you know? Yeah. I think that, you know, again, it takes people, I, I almost feel like I want to basically put some old ass keys or fake keys on a keychain, mm-hmm. put an air tag on it, throw it somewhere um, in public and see if it gets found and see yeah, how you should do it. See how reliable that is, you know? Cause, but that again, I don't, again, I don't think it, the true story can be told yet until we start getting back to normal because mm-hmm. who's gonna who's gonna have a find my with ios 14.5 active and ready to roll right now that happens to be walking around if i just throw it in a random park i bet you right now mm-hmm. it's probably a little low do you know what i'm saying i i mean things are looking up you know people are. are getting vaccinated um you know in new york city our mayor just announced that New York City is going to be officially like reopened, no restrictions, no like, you know, restrictions on indoor dining and stuff like that on July 1st. So we're only a couple of months out uh, from for, for New York City, at least for other cities. You know, I think a lot of people are going to cities are going to start ramping up this year, this summer. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, this is an it's a no brainer. Apple is so good at getting people to update to the newest version of its software that, you know, the network is too large and too powerful to ignore, you know, like it's just simply a better network, a, simp- a better product. Um, and I mean, sucks for tile and other guys, you know? 
Yeah, and and like I kind of said from the top, it's it's an interesting product because I think it's absolutely genius. It's a whole new platform. It's their cheapest product, really a new product to that you can kind of instantly jump in on now. It locks you into the ecosystem even more, right? I mean, that there's this thing works on so many levels. And at the same time, right now, I don't need them, but I also will need them, but I don't really need them, but I do like them. Like, you know, I mean, I, it, you don't need them, but it's there if you want it, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, and I think at this point, you already know if you're in the ecosystem or not. I feel like there aren't many people who are like, you know, other than like, people who have families, you know, I think, I feel like a lot of people who are switching from Android to the Apple ecosystem, they're usually people who suddenly want to communicate and like integrate with their families or their partners or their whatever. Those people use iMessage, they use, uh, you know, Apple services and they want to connect closer to them with like FaceTime and whatnot. And so like, you know, they're forced to like be the outlier or, you know, join them, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, I don't really think about the the apple garden or the wall as like a bad thing anymore you know i actually see it as almost a a good thing because honestly there is no other tech company i trust more uh, in terms of privacy than apple absolutely um and maybe that's gonna sound like some fanboyism from some uh, listeners or you know other people but there is no other company that stood up to the u.s government and the fbi you know, for the San Bernardino uh, shooting, the way Apple did, and Tim Cook stood his like ground and said, mm. "No, we're not building that back door. No, privacy mm. is like you know a pillar. It is a, it's not a feature that we just integrate. It is a principle that we use and design from the ground up, and we will happily be late. We will happily be maybe slightly worse than everyone else, or a little bit less intelligent in order to protect your data, protect your privacy, because." You know, I, I care about that a lot. Like in today's world, that means so much to me. So when Apple comes out here and says, you know, no, no, these trackers are not storing your location. The keys, the the keys are like uh, constantly rotated. Like that's that's good stuff. That's that's a company I could trust. You know, mm-hmm. and I, I'm not just drinking the Kool Aid here. You know, mm-hmm. like. I mean, can anyone up to any other company tell you that? Like right now, you know, you're seeing. Um, companies like Facebook and Google, they're being called out by companies like Apple for all this data they're collecting, right? People are being informed. They're learning about all the things that they've shared or unknowingly shared, and they're either rejecting it or they're just being more informed about what they want to share and what they don't want to share. And honestly, I, I don't want to share that much information, and I'm glad Apple is taking a stance on that. Yeah, I mean, this product perfectly aligns with the identity of their company as well. And so they, they've done, they've really, you can tell they've also really thought of all the different ways people are like, oh, what if someone is trying to track you? Well, it'll tell you that there's a AirTag moving with you that is not one of yours. Mm-hmm. Like that in itself is is amazing. Now, if someone's like, well, what if someone steals my bag? Um, someone is still going to steal your bag, you know, <laughs> like right, they, can, they right. can take off the air tag tracker. And that's why my brain is like, well, maybe I should put one inside the bag as well as one on the outside. So right. just in case, and you know what, that someone may never steal my bag, but if they do, and that's the way that I was able to retrieve it, then that's pretty amazing. Right. Uh, 
I mean, Apple's able to sell you two AirTags. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I was like, I don't want to put two. I was like, I don't want to put two AirTags on my. Oh my god, maybe I do. <laughs> Like that's it's, where my brain it's, it's, was thinking. I mean, four packs not bad. <laughs> there you go. Now you know what to do with your extra spare air tags from your four pack. <laughs> Double up, man. Double it up, baby. Double it up. All right, Ray. Um, so just want to say thanks so much for coming out and hanging out, and would love for you again to tell the good people where they can find your awesome work. Yeah, thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure. I can find my work on inputmag.com. Or follow me on Twitter at Ray Wongy, R-A-Y-W-O-N-G-Y. Excellent, my friend. Well, we will have you back again. It's it's really funny. Like I thought that we might talk about air tags for an hour, and then I realized <laughs> there's no way we can talk about air tags for an hour unless we have some amazing story to tell. That's like twenty minutes. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you you swallow that air tag, and mm. the next time we're you know recording again, we'll have an amazing story to tell on how you got it out of your body. <laughs> Good lord! <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, I mean, we'll, you'll 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 share all the details. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll I'll let you know. All right, bro. Thanks so much, man. All right, man. Later. All right. So there you go. I mean, what more can you say? Air tags are pretty straightforward. I think you kind of know there's not much mystery to them, and they're a winner in both of our eyes. Um, I think because we've waited so long to see them, maybe some of that initial excitement is gone, but I think just purely from a utility and device standpoint, uh, they're a winner. I don't, I wouldn't say they're a game changer, but they're going to enhance just your overall ecosystem experience, and uh, I do dig them. I dig them a lot. All right, everybody, that's going to do it for this show. But remember, we've always got to thank our sponsors at the Platinum Apple $100 level. Big thanks to Brandon Ledford, Gil Cabrera, Wesley Frater, Jarrett Lewis, and Atari Koenigsegg. Thank you for all of your support, and thank you, all of you. Uh, Just a couple of cool things we've done on our Patreon recently. I went to the Apple Park campus because there's limited shirts that you can only get there. So I got a few that I'm going to randomly do a giveaway uh, on our Patreon. So if you support me in any way, shape or form at any level, uh, you're potentially have a chance to get a shirt. And if it's a success and people like it, I think the next time I go back to the Bay, I'll pick up a few more. I only got three for this first time, but it seems like y'all really like that because again, this is, these are shirts you can't get anywhere else other than physically being at the Cupertino store. And that happens to be a little bit away is from where my parents are at. So I cruised by and just kind of some small ways where I look out for y'all because you have looked out for me. So thanks again. Patreon.com slash Brian Tong is how you support the show. Remember also call in. I'm going to bring your calls into the mix that I will play in next week's episode. So make sure applebitsshow at gmail.com. Record your voice memo, your name, where you're from, what you want to talk about, and we will get all into it. But that's going to do it for this week. Hope you had a good pre-order. If you didn't, you're just fine too because you don't have to spend any money. But we'll talk about all the latest and greatest, all the news and little things happening behind the scenes with Apple. But until then, take care and be safe, and I'll talk to you soon. It's the Apple Bits XL, baby. Peace.